Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Morning. Welcome. Monday, September 9th on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Program 4101. I'm Preston. Great to be with you this morning. David Allen, Dallas Rogers over there in Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. And so we begin. What a, it was a long, hot weekend. And I'm grateful that I had what? a weekend that was a little bit longer. Because for me, the opportunity to just sleep in Friday night after enjoying Green Bay's hard-fought win over Chicago... And um, and and the opportunity to think through what I might select from the commissary this morning in my bet with David Allen. Yeah, um, we had a bet. I didn't even I didn't even need the points, did I? No, I guess I didn't. Um, Green Bay was the three point dog, and they won by seven. Yeah, I didn't even need the points, but um, but I I had some. Um, just great food that I prepared for my sons, and uh, if you do say so yourself, no, it was good. I and no, seriously, I I don't. Uh, I stumbled upon a couple of recipes for some um, brats, and uh, you mean brats? No brats, brats. Okay, and brats are what some people have as nephews and and so forth, but. But or no, producers, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but I stumbled upon a couple of recipes, and then some beer cheese uh, dip for uh, for some pretzels and to put on the on the brats if you wanted to. But the, the, it was spectacular fun, and just to be together and watch the game was uh, was delightful. Um, didn't have all the family together. You just you know you reach a point where you can't get everybody gathered, but uh, but still had a good time. And uh, teased my good friend Dr. Ed Moore just a little bit. Um, just has to stay. Oh, that's that's not okay. What? That's fine. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Absolutely, didn't it is. tease me at all. No, no. Yeah, you I did. did. I gave you the discount double check. Um, but look, it was uh, it was the start of the NFL season. Some of that is in the news, and I mean legitimately in the news. The Antonio Brown story has gotten surreal overnight. Uh, you might not have heard what happened late in the afternoon. The entire departure from Oakland was orchestrated by advisors, social media advisors that gave him basically a script and a blueprint on what to do to get out of his deal with Oakland. And he executed it and he recorded all of it. Flawlessly. Well, but hold on. I don't. I haven't looked yet and I don't know that anyone has bothered to step back and think about it. We'll talk about it with Bill Zimfer later. He might have violated the law when he recorded the conversation with John Gruden. He recorded John Gruden's phone call and uh, and released the, some of the some of the dialogue. Have it you was, heard? Have you seen the video? Uh, I have uh, of him leaving or of the phone call. Uh, uh, the, the, well, he put out a, a a video with pieces of the phone call included in that. I have not seen that. I've just seen media. the transcript of it. But that kind of thing can get you in trouble. 
depending on the state. There are certain states that allow one way. There's some states that say no, 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 no. And so I don't know about California on that one. But the point is, I think an argument's going to be made to suspend him from the league. I'll see if that I happens. I so. I do, too. Guy's just... Uh, he's over the top. He's he's over the top. But anyway, there's a lot to talk about today, and we will endeavor to do, endeavor to do that. And, of course, FSU football cannot be left out. That was, uh, that was a tough pill to swallow. A win's a win, but there are times that winning is almost the same as losing, and that was very much evident on Saturday. Our 61763 segment of the day, Matthew 1128. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. It has nothing to do with sleep. You can have the greatest night of sleep in the world and wake up burdened beyond all measure. Burdens are things that you have to sort through. And there are burdens that you're meant to carry. And the burdens you are meant to carry, you have, I've always used this expression, a special dispensation of grace to carry those burdens. The stuff that starts weighing you down, they're not yours to deal with. Chances are you can't do anything to affect them. Those are the ones you surrender. And so go through that little checklist can you do something about it or can you not if you can then do it if you can't surrender it and you're going to find about eight out of ten things that you're burdened by you can't affect 10 minutes after the hour this date in history and more next on the morning show with preston scott morning show with preston scott we ain't one at a time in here we're mass communicating on news radio 100.7 wfla Just about 12 minutes after the hour, the morning show. It's funny that you were mentioning heavy heavy laden, burdened and heavy laden uh-huh. and, and getting rest. Because I was thinking, he must be talking about the Steelers and the Jags being burdened. Boy, the Steelers got boat raced. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Who did the Ravens play? Honestly, I don't remember. It was bad. It was it was. I think they're out of the league now. And I think what surprised they me just quit. is that Lamar Jackson uh, threw. He barely ran the ball. He only right. ran like three times the entire game. And so kudos to you. Uh, David Allen right now sitting atop the early standings in the Fantasy Football League. And I'm mired way, way down. But I expected that. So anything above last place for me <laughs> is a win. But it's a long season, so we'll see what happens. This date in history, September 9th, let's look at the American Patriots Almanac. It was on this date in 1836 that Abraham Lincoln secured his license to practice law. What is interesting about that is he had less than a year of formal education. And this was a guy that throughout his career suffered a number of defeats. I mean, he was... Elected the captain of the Illinois militia in 1832, but defeated for the state legislature the same year. Business failed one year later. He was appointed postmaster of New Salem, Illinois in 1833. Elected to the state legislature in 1834. Girl he was dating died one year later in 1835. In 1836, got his practice to uh, begin his, his law career. He was defeated for Speaker of the House in 1838. I mean, it was just 
there's a, a string of remarkable failures and setbacks, and I'm reminded of, of the, the process through which a pearl is made. And it is the, the, the irritant of sand, the difficulty of it all that creates the pearl. And, and you can look at any of the analogies that the Bible talks about in terms of gold and, and gold being purified. The most, the most pure gold has been through the fire more and more and more than any other type of gold. And, and the impurities scraped off. And, and if you look at Abraham Lincoln and you look at his crowning achievements as president, there's a guy who's been through a lot of fire, an awful lot of fire. And uh, there's some lessons there. Seventeen. So, so basically, what you're saying is, if failure makes you a a a, a finished good finished product, refines you, as you're saying, then uh, we should both vote for Bernie Sanders. I didn't say we were stupid. <laughs> I just I well, I mean, if failure leads to that point, maybe it's maybe it's his time. Well, or maybe there's more smelting to be done. <laughs> Seventeen seventy six, Second Continental Congress makes it official. The United States, the term "United States" came about in seventeen seventy six. California becomes a state, the thirty first state in eighteen fifty. On this date, nineteen fifty six, Elvis Presley makes his first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Oddly enough, today is National Teddy Bear Day. Really? Yeah. Named after. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. There you go. And on this date in 1957, President Eisenhower signs the first civil rights law since Reconstruction. So there you uh, there you have this date in history. Ed Sullivan, Elvis, debut. The great entertainer himself, Elvis, the average singing voice. Hey, 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 hey. That's why I brought up National Teddy Bear Day, because that was a great song from Elvis. Yeah. Oh, lots I mean, of great songs. Great song, I mean, a, a, a ton. A, a library of great songs from an average singer. 16 why minutes after the... stir a pot this morning? Because it's always fun to do. It's 16 minutes after the hour. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Let's check it out. And iHeart's radio station. been asked on facebook live by the way you can follow along facebook.com slash preston scott show we have a group there that they chat with one another and my goodness by now they're all it, it seems like they're all friends they all know what each other are doing and how their days are spent uh you can join in though it, it's a it's an inclusive family just uh just follow the live feed at facebook.com slash preston scott show and you can watch us do the radio program just uh make sure that you uh, pay your dues check should be made out to David Allen, David Allen at I, what? Can you even cash a check made out, David Allen? <laughs> no. I didn't think so. No. no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not his real name. I mean, it's sort of, kind of is, but not really. <laughs> I might, yeah, maybe could pull it off. Yeah, good luck with that. Remember, we talked back a few weeks ago. No membership fees, by the way. No, Just a joke. He's, he's, he's kidding. And boy, today we need those disclaimers on tape. Uh, otherwise, people sue people for anything. It doesn't matter. Just just doesn't matter. That's why we record the shows, because people claim I say things that I don't say. And um, at any rate, we, a few weeks ago, 
I'm preoccupied with just the fascination. I, I, I'm not preoccupied with Bigfoot or Loch Ness. I'm preoccupied with the fascination in Bigfoot and Loch Ness. You're I, preoccupied I think with other people's preoccupation. To a certain extent, absolutely. I don't know that I would put them on par. I think Loch Ness is, is really a search for something that there is, there's just a, a belief that is prehistoric trapped in the, in the lock. Bigfoot, I think, is silliness. But the bottom line is... The, the, no, they're completely on par. As a matter of fact, they're very close friends. <laughs> I can rely on you. I knew it. Um, but a few weeks ago, I told you that there was going to be a revelation that a researcher from New Zealand who has spent time gathering DNA, they've swept the Loch Ness, and, and they've, they've accumulated DNA of all kinds of, of different creatures, and he said that he was going to have an explanation. He said there were four plausible explanations for what, if anything, was in Loch Ness, and that he was going to reveal the results in September. Well, the results came Thursday after we went off the air. Neil Gemmel. By the way, when you say he collects DNA, do you mean he's just gathered up a bunch of fish poo? Among other things. Okay. I mean, you know, you you run whatever equipment they've got, and they run it through the various depths at, at different times of the year. They accumulate DNA, and they sort through it, and they, okay, okay. well, that's a DNA for this, and that's DNA for that. And what they found, in, and he said there are four plausible possibilities for there being something like the Loch Ness monster that's been described three of them are discounted they're just they're not plausible that's what he said he said but there's one that's plausible and that's what he revealed on Thursday and here's what it is we cannot find any evidence I'm reading from the release of a creature that's remotely related to a dinosaur they they believe that uh, a lot of people claimed it was a plesiosaur I believe it is he said, cannot find any evidence based on the environmental DNA sequence data. There is a very significant amount of eel DNA. And so he said, there is, eels are plentiful in Loch Ness. With eel DNA found at pretty much every location sample, there are a lot of them. So are there giant eels? Eels. Well, our data doesn't reveal their size, but the sheer quantity of the material says we can't discount the possibility that giant eels are in Loch Ness and that therefore they are. Exactly. We found a turd the size of a Volkswagen down here. <laughs> <laughs> he said, therefore, we can't discount the possibility what people believe and see is the Loch Ness monster might in fact be a giant eel. Now, here's the whole problem, though. The largest eels in Europe that are known grow five feet. They're five feet in length. That's really not all that big. And certainly doesn't match the scale of what these photos have, have revealed. Here's the diet, though. This is, this is a little biology on, the, on eels, European eels. Here we go. Uh, consists of larvae, mollusks, worms, crustaceans, and humans. So there you go. They eat people. <laughs> That's disconcerting. Just I'm just kidding. Oh, they don't, no, they, just, they don't. They don't eat people. 
But I did, I figured it would just, you know, spice up the story a little. Are, are we done with the Loch Ness now? You think? Or do we want to keep the legend alive? Do we need to keep the legend alive? I mean, I You know, Bigfoot is is just patently silly. I completely disagree. Yeah, I know. You probably believe in the Chukacabra too, right? Oh, yeah, your face turned. I know. 27 minutes after the hour. We've got news, weather, big stories in the press box coming up next on The Morning Show. You're there quickly and safely. Traffic and weather on the 10s. It's The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. saw a little story here on Fox that the Little League champions from the United States got Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Now here's my question. Does Popeye's get boycotted because they dared serve the White House? Chicken sandwiches that no one else can find? I'm just curious. And I'm guessing that was a White House celebration. I can't think of any other thing that would be as noteworthy as to, you know, a victory celebration for some little... Why would you send your children to see such a man as Donald Trump? (laughs) That's disgusting. What kind of parents would do something like that? Clearly bad ones. No doubt about it. Big stories in the press box. FSU wins by one point. Over a team it was favored by 21 to beat. I can't speak for certain. It looked, though, that when Willie Taggart came out for his press conference after meeting with the team, he looked like he had had a very, very difficult talk. Either he received one or he gave one. I I don't know. He just looked emotionally very distraught. And I don't blame him. Um, I told my wife, we we were at the game, and in the fourth quarter, I said, if they lose this, he can be fired tonight. He can lose his job tonight. And I hate that for him because he's a very likable guy. But all bets are off now. I mean, what do you think he said to the guys? At the end of the game, since you're saying he had this look on his face. Well, I mean, if you, if you just look at the, you know, you can go to online, you can go to YouTube, you can go to the FSU website, you can see the press conference, and you can see at the very beginning, you can just look at him, and you can look at this is a guy. He's been through more than a football game. There's no right. doubt. Um, you know, he cares deeply about Florida State. He's wanted to be their coach since he was a kid, it seems like. But uh, I don't know if if they've got to make changes with their defensive staff and Harlan Barnett needs to maybe think about coaching somewhere else. Um, I was wrong about Harlan Barnett. He has shown in 14 games that he really struggles putting together a defensive game plan because they're not better this year. They're worse on defense. They just are. And um, now I think some of it's personnel, but we'll get to all that in, in in, in greater length. Antonio Brown gets released by the Oakland Raiders, and here's why it's news. Normally, I wouldn't care one bit about this story. What what concerns me is that there are stories now coming out. Chris Mortensen of ESPN is reporting that it was all orchestrated by social media consultants. 
that the decision to release the uh, the letter the, that, that detailed the fines he was going to have to pay, the confrontation with General Manager Mike Mayock, everything that followed, all of it, including a phone call that he recorded, was it recorded legally or illegally? I don't know the laws in California, but perhaps illegally. It would appear all of this was orchestrated. I think that the National Football League has grounds to suspend him for the year. If I am correct, his agent is Drew Rosenhaus. It is. Same man behind Terrell Owens. Yeah, I. all I can tell you is this is the story that's out there. If that's true, and it was an orchestrated forcing of a, of a release... I think you can make the grounds that he shouldn't be allowed to be signed by anybody. I, I think that there's no doubt it was orchestrated. There's more. A lot more. Uh, we're just getting started. It's Morning Show with Preston Scott. Morning Show with Preston Scott. Go ahead. Make my day. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. More big stories in the press box this morning. So many things that I uh, need a little bit extra time. You're probably not seeing anything about the story of Alva Johnson. Remember her? Remember the name Alva Johnson? Alva Johnson was the woman who, who worked for President Donald Trump who claimed that he forcibly kissed her and further that he discriminated against her as a female minority by paying her less. And she filed this lawsuit. And everybody was all over it. Every mainstream media outlet was all over this story. They were everywhere. I wonder if they're going to cover the fact that she dropped her lawsuit. Both of them. She dropped her lawsuit alleging that the president underpaid her and other women and minorities she dropped the claim that he forcibly kissed her could it be because videotape was released taken by somebody else 15 second video captured on a cell phone by a man who happened to be there and uh, it showed the president talking with aides and supporters and showed and i'm quoting politico florida in this an unremarkable, brief, and friendly greeting that hardly resembled the battery Johnson alleged in her suit. The video also showed Trump being kissed by Johnson, not the other way around. She kissed him. He did not kiss her. By the way, there were people suggesting that U.S. District Court Judge William Jung was the reason why they decided to drop the charges. Because he was appointed by the president, but he was nominated by Barack Obama. My point is, is there ever going to be coverage of this? See, that's, the, that's one of the many credibility problems the mainstream media has. They jump all over these stories, and when they're wrong, they push those things to the back if they cover them at all. In newspapers, it, they have a corrections page, which is like fine print. Okay, we were wrong on that story. Never mind. You know, and it's like, well, why not put that in the front page? See, I think that's where you gain credibility back. We were wrong. Look, I've done it a half dozen times over the years. I've done this show. I've gotten something wrong. I said, I was wrong. 
Big time. Then there's a Wall Street Journal columnist Kimberly Strassel. She says, when you talk about banning fracking, when you talk about a carbon-free economy by 2030 or 2050, you are saying we are going to kill every coal... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right job in the country every oil and gas job all of the shipping jobs that they do we're talking about millions of positions this in response to the democrat debate on climate change elizabeth warren saying on my first day as president i will sign an executive order that puts a total moratorium on all new fossil fuel leases for drilling offshore and on public lands and i will ban fracking everywhere now just for a second just stop on first day as president that's the action she's going to take. Do me a favor. If you are someone who is a Democrat, if you feel like anybody but Trump and you and she could be the anyone, imagine what happens in the economy the moment she does that. The moment. Imagine the job market. Imagine the scale backs. Imagine the closures. And for what? A myth. I don't know if you saw the story about a cargo ship turning over at the uh, Brunswick, Georgia. Um, four crew members missing. 23 and a pilot rescued so far. I got to thinking, this, this ship listed over on its port side within minutes of leaving. It just tipped over and you wonder what how does that happen and then i looked that port ships more cars than about any other port in america wonder if they got the load wrong 46 minutes after the hour it's the morning show with justice and the american way like superman only with a microphone morning show with preston scott on news radio 100.7 wfla Holding the reins of that bucking Bronco is Dallas Rogers. Running the board of the morning show under the watchful eye of David Allen. You're going to make me blush. And here we go. 
We'll see what happens now. We'll see how well trained he did here over there, Mr. Allen, how much training you did. Or if he maintains his original skill set. <laughs> see if you ruined him. Um, I can't verify this. Maybe you do either of you get the Tallahassee Democrat paper? Have you seen? Did you see the Sunday edition? Okay. Not yet. I got an email from somebody. And so maybe it, I know some of you do still subscribe to that. You need, you know, maybe you catch fish and you need something to, you know, or maybe you use it to clean windows because they say newsprint and vinegar is the best at cleaning windows ever. Whatever the reason is, if you if you get the Democrats, send me an email and either verify this or tell me it's incorrect, this email, uh, Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Uh, got a note yesterday that said, I'm told there's not a single word, photo, or score from yesterday's at-home FSU football game in the Sunday printed product. Is this true? Now, we know that the word is that the deadline for printing in Panama City, where the Democrat has to print now, they farmed out their printing to a competitor, and by competitor meaning a competitive company in Panama City. And so this is great for business in Panama City, but it's, I mean, newspaper is a business of immediacy if you're going to do a daily. You know, if you're not going to do a daily that is up to date within normal deadlines, which is usually about a 11, 12 o'clock print cutoff to, to print and get the papers out by the next morning. You know, when you print locally, usually you have a late deadline at midnight, give or take. That football game was over before 10 o'clock. How can they not have anything? There's nothing. If that's true, it's just another symbol. And I, I had heard that the publisher, Skip Foster, wrote another self-aggrandizing piece about how the coverage of FSU football has never been better online. And, and let me stop by saying, Jim Henry is a wonderful sports editor. I just feel bad for Jim that he's trapped working for a, a dead and dying newspaper. And an outlet like Gannett that's just cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting. My point is, if you're not going to do a daily paper that has all of the news, like I think we, any, anyone who lives in the capital city, and for those of you in Panama City, I mean, for most of you, your school is FSU. You follow FSU. We carry FSU on our flagship station in Panama City. If you can't put a newspaper out, in the print edition that covers something as important as one of the biggest industries, because as Florida State football goes, so goes the restaurant and lodging industry in this town in a huge way, millions of dollars. And as a result, the smallest home crowd since I don't know how long. I mean, other than what they call a hurricane impacted year or game, it was one of the smallest home crowds I've ever seen, if not ever seen, at Doe Campbell. And granted, you've got a you've got a product problem for right now that has to get noticeably better. But how you can't cover that, then then stop being a daily. 
be a weekly. You know, do do what USA Today does. Just do a a weekend edition that's that runs on Friday and looks ahead. Just do a week a weekly printing then, and, and stop pretending. But uh, if you can confirm that, that would be that would be great. Preston at iHeartRadio.com, or you know, maybe it's maybe that's not accurate, but I tend to think it is based on the person that sent it to me. I don't know if you saw this. Six MS-13 gang members arrested the latest set. The new number is in a uh, um, um, stabbing. Six of them, six of seven arrested are here illegally. Six of the seven. They're saying now that there are as many as 10,000 MS-13 illegals in this country. 10,000. Is that an invasion? Can we use the word invasion yet? Time for news. Emery McClendon from Project 21 on deck on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Morning Show with Preston Scott. I'm your Huckleberry. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. One more segment with Emery McClendon from Project 21, my guest for a few more minutes. Talking about Deborah Messing's real disturbing tweet accusing black conservatives of mental illness. Anyone who supports the president. Emery, it's interesting because it would seem that the numbers for the president, the support from blacks in America, is steadily increasing. The latest Zogby poll seems to indicate that. How do you continue? How do you counter this message that's being pushed out? Because it's being pushed out on multiple fronts, Hollywood as well as the mainstream media. So you push back because you present the facts. You present the facts of how. Uh, good it is that black unemployment is down, the criminal justice system is being reformed, housing starts and, and, and blacks being able to purchase new homes or better homes has increased since Donald Trump has become president. The man has good policies. He loves America. He loves all Americans. And he says he wants to make America great again. And he's keeping America great. And he's, he's, he's raising up our, our um, level of awareness and, and, and our level of, um, of, 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 of a great nation around the world. Nations are now beginning to look up to us. He's bringing in better trade agreements. He's, he's uh, uh, retracting bad uh, policies that other administrations have uh, put on America as far as tariffs, as far as, as uh, bad ideas and energy and, and other forms of, of, of legislation that have come down from our government that is damaging to the pocketbooks, and not only that, but causing higher taxes on Americans. Black people are beginning to see an increase in employment, in their um, personal incomes. And, and, and I tell you, it's backfiring because from, from all of the um, comments that I've been getting and from the things that I've been reading, a lot of people are really upset about this because um, – they're feeling, feeling that um, the, the lady didn't think she put her foot in her mouth, and she did so attacking a large group of people without um, knowing that, that that's one problem that's, that's deeply rooted in the black community anyway. More, you know, people have mental problems, and they have uh, social issues that cause them to, to think down on themselves anyway. So it, what we do is we just try to get the message out there, the true message. We try to, to get the churches, our schools, and our families 
to realize that, hey, things are better, things are getting better, and we can continue to work and hammer on that message. We can continue to hammer and message on downplaying what she said because she's definitely wrong. What do you make of people like Jamel Hill? I, I did a blog, Emery, just yesterday about an article she wrote in The Atlantic. The headline is, it's time for black athletes to leave white colleges. This constant baiting on race. And I myself think that in the left side of, of the political and social ideology, that they reveal who they are by what they accuse of other, others of being. In other words, I think Jamel Hill has a problem, and I think she's likely a racist. Having said that, so so why why is there so much difficulty in people in the mainstream media picking up on this? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it, it shows the mindset of that person, and the media doesn't want to pick up on it as far as combating it because they want to portray that message also. That's the problem because because of these schools accepting these athletes, these people are able to showcase their talents, get an education. So what does she want to do? She wants these people to sit out? No, she wants them to go to wants... HBCUs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I read that, and, and um, uh, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. There's not enough room in those schools. They're too small. They don't offer the opportunities and the scholarships because they don't have the funding of, of other schools. Let a person make up their own mind where they want to go. And where... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right where they want to receive their education and showcase their talents and, and their abilities as athletes and so forth. I think it's, it's horribly wrong. I think what's happening is she's received the wrong message throughout the years of her, early years of her life as far as uh, reverse racism and so forth. And I, I think that it's very damaging when people like that stand up and make statements without having any knowledge of the facts. It, it, it's really it's saddening because I hear that all the time from people. We should pull out. We should do this. We should have a separate nation. We shouldn't go to these schools. We shouldn't attend this. It's wrong because we're all Americans and we should all work together. And a person has the right to attend any school. The person has the right to get educated wherever they wish to and to show off their uh, talents by being drafted or whether it be through scholarships or whether it be through personal choice with their parents want to foot the bill. Let them attend the school of their choice. Don't try to feed them with all kinds of false information about why they shouldn't be there. Emery, thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Emery McClendon with Project 21 on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. 
right, it's five minutes after the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. It's Monday, September the 9th, program 4101. I got it. We inadvertently ran the wrong news. You can, I got the emails. I got the texts. We got it. We, we got it. It's all right. We're going to be fine. Um, good to be with you this morning. Uh, you're not on camera, David. Now you're on camera. Go ahead. <laughs> it is it is show number 4101. David Allen, Dallas Rogers over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. And uh, pleased to have with me on the program, you know, for years we've had guests from Project 21. I had no idea all of those years that we had as guests people suffering from a debilitating mental illness. And so I, I welcome Emery McClendon to the show of Project 21. Emery, how's the treatment going? Hello, everything's going fine today. Good morning. How are you? And uh, good to be on the show today. And uh, no treatment. No. Because, uh, I don't think we're mentally ill at all. I think it's a facade that she's putting up to uh, make us all uh, seem guilty and to show off that she really is a racist. Let, let's back up for just a second, Emery, because this all originated, Deborah Messing tweeting out something. It originated from a pastor of a church in Alabama. How did this all begin? Yeah, it was a pastor in a, I think it was a Baptist church in Alabama, right outside of Birmingham. I think his name was Michael Jordan, not the basketball player. And uh, he uh, put up a sign outside of the church that said that black people were mentally ill if they voted for Trump or suffer from a mental illness or something like that. I'm not quoting it exactly right. but uh, And then that uh, then sparked a remark from her in a tweet, which was later um, taken down, which said, thank you. So she picks it up and pushes it out and then retracts it. But at that point, I mean, the damage is done, right? Right. The damage is done because what that looks like is either she's saying thank you for acknowledging the fact that black people are mentally ill if they vote for Trump or if they believe uh, in a different uh, political ideology than we do, or she's saying thank you uh, because he's saying something that she wished that she could have said. And that's even more damaging because she has a following, even though she, the show was a flop. She has a uh, following on on social media and by people following her because she is an actress. And her voice means a lot. When, when, when she puts up stamp of approval on something like that, that affects the uh, feelings of a lot of people. But I think in the long run, it probably also had a backfiring effect because when you get a person who's that popular and who's known by a lot of people, says something like that she just she's not just including uh the people on the trump side but how do we know that she's not also saying that all black people or most black people regardless to what political persuasion you are are not mentally ill it's interesting emory because you know i'm a very very close friend uh with jerome hudson of breitbart uh, jerome was an intern for me for for a while on the radio program and we've remained close friends he talks about what happens when you come out as as a conservative who happens to be black, how marginalized you become within the black community. There seems to be a renewal of this effort to try to divide people, not just based on color, but based on ideology like never before. Yes, you're absolutely right. And, and, and I think that, you know, they'll use any means necessary, which is always has always been one of the lines of the, of the, of the left. Uh, to accomplish their goals. So if they can use racism, if they can use ideology, politics, religion, 
And, and, and by the way, that does dovetail, too, on religion, because for so long Hollywood has demonized the church. They've demonized preachers. They've made fun of, of organized religion on television, whether it be the Catholic Church, whether it be Protestants or whatever. And even um, her, you know, has been uh, going through the process of demonizing the church. And then they topple uh, their little kingdom by adding on uh, racism by saying that these people are crazy if they voted for, for Donald Trump. Well, that includes a segment of a lot of people. So if you're going to not be a psychiatrist and all of a sudden diagnose a large group of people who differ in belief than you do simply because of political reasons, there's something wrong here. Emery, stand by just one second. We've got to take a quick break. 70 seconds for weather and traffic. Back with more on The Morning Show. WFLA on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. You have got what appears to be a dynamite sound. And iHeart's radio station. Twenty-one, almost twenty-two minutes after the hour, ran a little long there with Emery McClendon with Project Twenty One. Always appreciate having the folks from P Two One on the show. <laughs> Don't I sound hip? I am down with the current vernacular. Uh, David Allen, Dallas Rogers over there in Studio One A, or shall I say, Dallas Rogers and David Allen, since Dallas is in the hot seat. Hmm. Oh boy. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You want to turn on the microphone? The microphone was off. <laughs> that was awesome on Facebook Live. You were like muting. You you were like censoring yourself. You know, I deserve better. <laughs> uh, FSU holds off ULM in overtime. 45 to 44. 21 point dog takes FSU to overtime. They were 6 and 6 last year in the sorry non Power 5 conference that they play in. Wow. Just wow. Antonio Brown signs with New England. Um, New England Patriot fans are laughing hysterically. They think their world has just turned for the better because one of the very best football players has come to the perennial Super Bowl contender. It will be fascinating to see if Tom Brady's still 100%, no, 1,000%, no, a million percent. That's what he said. He said, I'm 100% behind the move to uh, Robert Kraft. Then he said, no, I'm a thousand percent. Then he called back, no, I'm a million percent. Even offered Antonio Brown a place to stay until he gets settled in New England. I'll be curious to see if they feel that way in a few games. I, I mean, I, look, I hope the guy turns the corner and New England has a great reputation for rehabilitating uh, recalcitrant players. That being said... I personally am of the opinion, based on what seems to be coming out about the orchestrated exit, that he set all of it in motion to be dismissed from the Raiders. He played him. I think the league should suspend him for the year and say, start again 
at the end with the offseason. Try again. Now, that's what I think. I think the violation of an agreement, the way that he did it, it's not two parties just disagreeing. He signed and executed an agreement and then went about changing his mind and setting things in motion that would cause the other team harm to the point that they got rid of him. Everything, including recorded conversations, which might be a violation of the law. Certain states don't allow you to record someone's conversation unless you have their consent recorded as well. John Gruden's call to Antonio Brown was recorded. It was all set up. I think they should I think there are grounds to suspend. And we'll certainly hear a boatload of it on Monday night football, just like we heard on Sunday night football. Politico Florida reporting that the woman who claimed President Trump forcibly kissed her has dropped not one, but both of her lawsuits against the president. Funny how that happens when videotape comes out showing you're a liar. It's amazing what that does to distill the story and get you back to the truth. What I'm wondering is, where are all the headlines? We know the answer, but I point it out because it's important to keep reminding yourself as you consider cutting ties with the mainstream media outlets that are feeding you news that you're relying on for anything, for anything, why you shouldn't. Democrats had their climate change town hall forum thing last week. And basically, they're all to one degree or another. You know, one said, well, I can name that tune in in 20 years. Well, I can name it in 15 years. Well, I can change our country in 10. Change that country. You know, I mean, it's like they're playing a game and name that tune. They're all saying they're going to kill the fossil fuel industry. Imagine what happens if they get elected to the White House and they take executive action to try to do just that. Need I say more? Growing economy, dead in seconds. Time for news. Listen to your opinions and tell you you're wrong. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. 
35 minutes after the hour, Monday on the morning show with Preston Scott. Great to be with us. Great to have with us, I should say, is uh, Bill Zimfer. Bill, it's it's been one of the big stories this morning, Antonio Brown signing with New England, leaving Oakland. But I want to get your take on what Chris Morton, Mortensen's reporting, that Antonio Brown orchestrated the entire thing with the help of social media consultants. Well, you know, he certainly did launch a social media campaign to get out of Oakland, to get away from the Raiders. I mean, we saw that video uh, that he put on YouTube that was a professionally produced video, including a a secretly recorded phone conversation with John Gruden. Uh, He asked for his release on Instagram. So I don't think there's any question that he uh, used a social media campaign to try to get out of Oakland. Now, was there something going on in the meantime with the New England Patriots. See, that's the question, and I think that when you look at this situation, I think eventually, Preston, it's something the league is going to have to look at uh, because, uh, I mean, in the past we've seen it in, in some other sports where deals were voided by the league. And this almost seems too convenient that here comes a guy, the arguably the best receiver in the game, who ends up with the New England Patriots, a team that when he wanted to be traded from the Steelers, that was one of the teams that he had put out there as a possibility. Right. Uh, so, yeah, this is something that should be looked into, and there's no doubt in my mind that he, he orchestrated uh, through social media his departure from Oakland. Now, the connection with New England, that's something that you really can't establish you know, any way with, uh, with facts at this point. Well, there, there are a couple things that, that just hit me, Bill. One is, you know, there are a lot of states that you have to have the consent of somebody to record a conversation. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. you know, is he in violation of the law from a criminal perspective? And then secondly, does the league have grounds to basically suspend him for the year because of, of, of how he orchestrated a forced departure from Oakland? Well, everything was done above board. I mean, uh, aside from the social media campaign, which I think that's something I think the the league has going to look have to look into here. Uh, everything was done above board. I mean, uh, the sequence of events is probably the strangest I've ever seen, with arguments with management and fines and apologies and more fines and voided contracts and uh, and finally a release. Uh, but. Uh, everything was done that way according to the rules. Now, uh, as far as the law goes, I am not sure what the law is in uh, in that part uh, in California, because in some states it is as long as one party knows that it's being recorded, that's all it takes. There are some that say that both have to know that it's being recorded. Uh, so uh, that's something to check on as well. Uh, there could be a possibility, but. Uh, you know, at this point, I don't think there's any, like I said, any concrete evidence that could, you know, uh, result in the league uh, doing something to void this or suspend him. Uh, but I think it's an issue that's going to get worse for the league and that they're going to have to look into. Bill, as a, as a guy who's done play-by-play in the league, you're, you've been familiar with this stuff for years and years and years. Let me just get you to step outside your role as a news guy and give me your opinion. Is this one of those cases where I, I, you know, I talked about it with my family yesterday as we were watching football. I wish yeah. the league could exercise without collusion some restraint and just let a guy like this sit for a year or two yeah. or three. 
I agree. You know, the first thing I thought of is was the old Charlie Finley trade with the Oakland A's. You remember that? Yep. When Charlie Finley shipped out a bunch of players uh, and, uh, and the league said, no, sorry, you can't do that. Uh, this is, I wish I kind of wish the league could step in at this in this one and say sorry that no this can't happen you signed I, a but, contract there's no reason you've orchestrated this you need to honor the contract or sit out that's right yep yeah there's something about New England signing him that really grates on my nerves but and it has nothing to do with New England success I don't begrudge them that at all it's just he shouldn't be playing football yeah I think you're right Bill thanks as always we'll talk tomorrow Okay, Preston. Bill's in for with us this morning on the morning show with Preston Scott. We come back. We are expecting to talk with Dr. Joe Camps. Healthy expectations on the morning show. You, the facts. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. It happens. Dr. Camps may get to call in here in just a sec, but, uh, you know, when you have a surgeon, <laughs> as, as your uh, regular guest, sometimes they do have surgery that they uh, they get called into. Let me just take a second. I'm going to go back to uh, a blog page that I wrote last night. Yesterday was just one of those days that I just, man, I got going. I just got got to the keypad and just started writing. And I don't do it very often. I, I don't just because it, it takes it, those of you that write and I, I don't espouse to be a writer. I mean, I've got a half a book written on, uh, you know, on something that's meaningful to me. I don't know that anything will ever come of it. I, I have no idea. I love to write. I don't know if I have any gift for it whatsoever, but I love to do it. And I had a listener forward me a link to the latest article by Jamel Hill. Now, David and I routinely have lampooned Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill, in my opinion, is a very, very bright young lady. I don't have to agree with somebody to respect their ability to argue their point or to uh, to share an opinion. And I thought Jamel Hill frequently had really insightful thoughts on the world of sports and then she ventured into the world of politics and while that's fine and well I've done the same she did it using the platform of VSPN she got in trouble for it and eventually parted parted ways and so as a result my apologies to those of you on Facebook live um Jamel Hill has written a piece, and and I mentioned the headline of this when I interviewed Emery McClendon from Project 21. It's time for black athletes to leave white colleges. And her argument is that black athletes should leave white colleges and go to HBCUs. And she used a young man who was interested in Florida A&M University and how he was considering Florida A&M and turned down the, uh, the offers of, of major schools. And, um, and the problem is that he ended up at, I, I want to say, the University of Oregon maybe. And that's fine and well. But her argument is always the same. It breaks down on racial lines. 
And so I want you to go to my blog page first. It's part of my commentary as well. I'm going to be posting that, another thing. But my blog is the letter that I wrote in response. The, the Atlantic solicited letters to the editor in response. What do you think about Jamel Hill's piece? Write to us. And you can either write a comment or a letter to the editor. I did the latter, of course. And what I sent to them, I doubt will ever be published, but I went ahead and tackled it head on as someone who has a very intimate relationship with Florida A&M from a reporter's perspective. I covered the school for years. I did investigative reporting on FAMU's athletic program facilities and compared them to other HBCUs in the Southeast. So I traveled the Southeastern United States with a videographer and we went to other HBCUs in, in the southeastern part of the United States. We compared their facilities, their donor programs, their support from alumni. And, and so I feel like I have a little more knowledge than most to speak on the subject. But what I want to point out in her argument is that, you know, if black athletes quit supporting these white colleges, and that, that's the headline, white colleges then the fortunes of HBCUs would change and something else, I don't know what. I just find it interesting that Jamel sees racists where in the world of sports, it's probably the single most colorblind aspect of our culture that's on display. I don't know about you, but when, when I see people wearing jerseys, I don't see people that care one bit about the color or race of the person whose jersey they're wearing. 46 minutes after the hour. It's the morning show. Morning show with Preston Scott. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Over there in Studio 1A, Dallas Rogers running the broadcast this morning alongside David Allen. And I'm here in Studio 1B. We'll have Irish Chaffel in just a few minutes talk about the FSU game of course one of the big stories in the press box I did have confirmed by the way from multiple people who are so disgusted they are about to cancel what's left of their subscription of the Tallahassee Democrat that there was zero coverage of the Saturday night football game and it wasn't a late night game it kicked at five o'clock nothing not in the print edition in the print edition we know that they're having the paper printed in Panama City these yeah, days yeah it, but surely well, I don't know. How how early do you have to get it in? Well, apparently, I think during the week, the deadline's roughly 6 o'clock, which would explain not being able to, you know, a, a game that kicks at 5. But it's like, really? You can't delay the printing on, that, on Sunday? I mean, look, we all know the papers nationally are down to nothing. I mean, you used to have a, I mean, a, a meaty newspaper to read anywhere in the country that that just doesn't exist anymore you could wrap a few fish with a newspaper you could wrap a whole bunch of them that's right a stringer <laughs> wrap a stringer full but today not, it's not just that you caught any you no know. no no i would have to borrow from others i'd have to borrow take from other people's stringers to be able to yeah. wrap can i have your stringer for a picture please 
Um, but but at any rate, yeah, it's it's bad. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bad news. Um, FSH. Boy, that was, that worked out well. It's bad news. <laughs> um, you know, my suggestion to everybody is if you're going to pay for that, Support real investigative local journalism and just switch to Tallahassee Reports. I mean, I just think that's the thing to do. They're expanding their coverage. You know, they're they're going the other way. And granted, they print every two weeks. And I, I think eventually they'll end up going weekly. And honestly, I'd rather have a weekly that covers real stories. That that I mean, look at it this way. The news that Tallahassee Reports covered, the investigative journalism that was done, is kind of the groundwork for the whole FBI investigation. It didn't happen from the Democrat. They stonewalled all those stories. They've come along lately to cover stuff. They weren't there at the beginning. They ignored it. They ignored all of it. But And uh, Tallahassee reports, only $50 a year. Yeah, for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Steve Stewart. Uh, FSU, though, holds off Louisiana Monroe in overtime. The, the only reason is a botched kick. I mean, the poor kid missed an extra point. Um, but, but think about this now. And, and I saw this in, um, you know, a couple of opinions out there. If you're a ULM, you came to town and got exactly what you were hoping for. If you're Florida State... That isn't what happened. You you did not get what you were hoping for. You got just the opposite. You almost got beat, and um, and I think Willie's Willie's in some trouble now, because right now they face Virginia, a team that's put on fifty plus points on maybe William and Mary. They just ran all over them. And Florida State at this point, their weakness is their defense. James Blackman made some terrible decisions, and then his wide receivers bailed on him on a couple of big plays that made James look bad. But the bottom line is that defense is a sieve and can't stop anything. I mean, you know, Dallas, Dave, and me could go out there as the three horsemen and probably run right through that defense. It, they're just they're just not very good right now. And it's not from the kids not being good athletes. I just they're not being coached well, and it's very evident on the field. Uh, John Gruden, we talked about it with Bill Zimfer. You know, he said we exhausted everything. We did everything we could. John, you had no chance. You and Mike Mayock, once once he decided he wanted to go somewhere else, and was he? Why was he wearing out his welcome? He had thirty million dollars, thirty million reasons to stick around. But he treats himself like he is the diva of all time. I mean, my gosh, Antonio Brown talks about himself in such a way. Talk about forgetting your roots, man. I think he should be banned from the league for the season. I don't think anyone should be able to sign him. But that's just me. I think I think he's violated a lot of things and maybe even the law. Woman who claimed President Trump forcibly kissed her dropped her lawsuit. Funny what happens when videotape gets released showing it didn't happen. 
Where are the retractions? Where are the headlines on CNN, MSNBC? Where are the anchors talking about the, oops, we're sorry? No. And Dems are going to kill millions of jobs if they get elected to the White House. Don't believe me? Just listen to what they said at their climate change summit. Judge for yourself. It's time for news. Irish Chappelle next. Five minutes after the hour, it's hour number three of the morning show with Preston Scott, David Allen, Dallas Rogers over there in Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. It is September the 9th. Show number 4101, and it kind of feels like the day after. The Saturday night win over Louisiana Monroe felt like something other than that, but I guess it was at least a W. Joining us from Warchant.com, he's the managing editor. It's where you go to get all kinds of information on Florida State Athletics. He is Ira Chaffel. Ira, what did we see on Saturday night? Uh, we saw a uh, not very good Florida State football team uh, get a win against a uh, Sun Belt Conference team. I mean, it, it uh, you know, as you said, it's a win. And I'm with coaches. Coaches always say a win, you know, a, an ugly win is a lot better than a pretty loss. But uh, that certainly qualified as an ugly win. Yeah, it does. You know, I I said to my wife, we were watching the game from Doe Campbell. We were there. I told her I felt as though if if that game had gone the other way in overtime or even in regulation, because you could make the argument FSU might have been fortunate to find a way to get the momentum back to, to even tie the thing and send it to overtime. My question for you, Ira, is was Willie in danger of losing his job Sunday? I mean, I don't think um... – I don't think it would have happened right away, um, but I think it might have been, you know, past the point of no return um, to where it's just a matter of when it happens. And I, and I think that, you know, some people are starting to feel that way anyway. You know, some people feel like this thing has gone so wrong in these first 14 games that unless Willie does something just miraculous in the next, you know, rest of the season and going forward, you know, maybe you know has a run where he knocks off Florida and Miami, just does something that doesn't seem even conceivable at this, at this moment, um, you know, he, it may be heading that way anyway. But I, I don't know that it would have happened that night, although I'm sure plenty of people would have been calling for it. Would it be inconceivable sitting here on Monday morning looking at Virginia beating William & Mary 52-17, to 17, would it be inconceivable to think that one of those potential hurdles to, to, to leap over is simply finding a way to beat Virginia on the road? Well, if they if they beat Virginia on the road, I mean that would be a huge step for this program. Um, you know, and and I know longtime Florida State fans are like, is this where we're at really? That you know, beating Virginia is is this monumental performance. But after what we've seen these first two weeks, I mean, there's no reason to believe that they will. Um, usually, teams don't play better on the road. Uh, usually, teams don't play better uh, against you know, in a situation like this where they played so poorly and so inconsistently the first two games to just flip the switch uh, in one week would be uh, remarkable. So um, it would go a long way. I don't know that it's a, a, a you know, a, a, I don't know if it's a defining win that, that changes the course of uh, a coach's a legacy or a coach's tenure, but uh, it would be huge. It would be huge for this program because right now they seem like they're on the verge of, of going the other way. Ira Chaffel with us from Warchant.com. Ira, I, I'm offering this kind of analysis at this point that um, I was one of the biggest 
supporters of the idea of bringing Harlan Barnett on board. His resume seemed to be the type of resume that is worthy of giving him the title and the job. But candidly, now 14 games of defense that seems to be without real scheme to stop something. They've been thrashed two weeks in a row by a team that, in this case, they didn't even have the talented quarterback that Boise State had. They had a very average quarterback, and we made him look like an All-American. Well, the scary thing is, I you know I went back and watched it last night, and uh, you know I, at the time I probably wasn't paying super close attention to it because I was focused much more on Florida State's defense. Right. Um, and but he had opportunities in the first half. If he if he was accurate at all in the first quarter, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many points ULM would have scored. And and they also had some drop passes. I mean, it wasn't like Florida State's defense was just suffocating. Uh, ULM in the first half, they they just ULM just wasn't making plays, and then kind of what happened against Boise State was the longer you let them hang around, then they started realizing, wait, this isn't so bad, and then they started making plays, and then all of a sudden, Florida State couldn't get a stop if their life depended on it. And uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, both games were very similar, and I don't know. They, as you said, Harlan Barnett's defense right now, they don't do, they don't slow down the run, they don't slow down the pass. There's nothing they do well, and when you don't do anything well on defense, you're dead in the water because you need to be able to take away something. Iris, stand by. We're going to come right back. Iris Chaffel Willis with us from Warchant.com. Back with more in a moment. Live, local, and laughter. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Irish Chappelle with us from Warchant.com talking FSU football. The Knowles survived. I can't believe I'm even saying that, Ira. Uh, Louisiana Monroe by a point due to a missed kick in overtime. Uh, A missed extra point, no less. Uh, And how does that happen in college football anymore? Um, Ira, we've beat up the defense pretty good and for good reason. I mean, they abused Boise State's quarterback even though they lost. A guy, what, hit him, knocked him down, sacked him total 25 times or more. They barely touched this kid from Louisiana Monroe. So what happened in one week to cause the defense to have no ability to pressure this guy? Yeah, and the thing was, it wasn't like they didn't try. Uh, you know, in fact, it was kind of a point of emphasis from the week before uh, where they, you know, when they didn't when they didn't pressure the Boise State quarterback, they got, they got torched. So this week they did send a lot of pressure. They they even uh, I mean I thought they blitzed a lot. The the difference one big difference was the kid, this kid from ULM would not hold on to the ball very long. The, the Boise State quarterback's a freshman. True. I think he took him longer to process things. Um, and I think he he kind of he's one of those kids that's a tough kid, and I don't think he minds taking hits. ULM kid had a quick release, and he was getting the ball rid of the ball quickly. And really, they were really abusing Florida State with a, a lot of those tight end quick tight end passes and things where they were taking Florida State's aggressiveness against them. And, uh, yeah, but no, they didn't, they didn't hit him hardly at all. And, uh, they never got home on blitzes. And then, so now you're blitzing and you're playing man, but you're not getting home to the quarterback. So it's, it's, uh, you're, it was kind of one of those things where they were damned if they did, damned if they did. Is there a point that if you're the coach or even DC defensive coordinator that you're telling Dontavious Jackson, you need to sit down son, because you're costing us, Many yards and penalties every single game, but being stupid. Well, I've been there. You know, I mean, I was there the week before when he had yeah. the, you know the quarterback. I think you brought it up last week. Yep. And uh, 
you know, and, and it didn't get called, and, and apparently nothing's been done to change his behavior. And it's something that the coaches have talked to him about over the last three years, about controlling his aggression and, and, and focusing it the right way. And, uh, you know, it's four years now, and it, it, it's not happening. And, and it almost cost you in a game against ULM where you – uh, you know, you had just gotten the lead. It wasn't just what he did, but they had just gotten the lead. And on the very first play, they get a stop of a three-yard run, and he and he tries to rip the kid's helmet off. And so, you put your team in such a bad situation. And then, you know, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Again, you look forward. If you don't do something about that behavior, yep. it's going to happen in other games. It might happen against the Miami or Florida and cost you one of those games. You just can't tolerate it. Well, they seem to to, to be willing to. James Blackman yeah. didn't play very well. Uh, some of the mistakes seem to be miscommunications. I think we would all agree the offense is playing better. But my question now is, was there any point the other night where you thought or maybe saw indications that they were going to give Alex Hornibrook a chance? I haven't seen anything uh, along those lines. Now, Hornibrook keeps getting up to warm up. He did it in the first game. But he did, did it again, this, again in this game. And I think that's just his – I think his mindset is, hey, if they need me, I need to be warm. Sure. I, and, and, you know, he's a guy that's been a starter for three years, so I'm sure he's not used to just kind of being cold and thrown into a game, so he wants to stay warm. Um I, I personally think they have to look at it, uh, you know, and I know that you know James is beloved on the team and everybody supports him. And, and he, but at the same time, there's clearly things he's not seeing. Uh, they went to there was a period there uh, in the first half where where he was having to look to the sideline every play, and when they would get to the line of scrimmage, he would look to the sideline for the call, uh, which seemed to indicate that maybe uh, they weren't happy with the reads he was making. They wanted to tell him exactly what, what he wanted to do based on what the defense was doing. And um, and then, you know, as you said, the, the, the interception, the first interception, I think, was on the receiver. Just judging by who yep. the coaches talked to on the sideline, I think Tamari and Terry was supposed to just break off that route. The other one, though, uh, he just didn't see the linebacker. And, and, and it just, you know, again, you just can't take that chance in that situation. The game was too close to throw the ball right over the middle uh, and have a linebacker just pick it off that easily. So, um, you know, that was one of the concerns about James two years ago was those turnovers. He had them as a freshman. And he's still having them now. And uh, I would give Hornibrook a chance, but I don't know if they're willing to do it. All right, Ira, thanks for the time. We'll talk again. Can't wait to hear what we discuss next week. 
Sounds good. Thanks, Preston. Thanks, Ira. It's 16 minutes after the hour on the morning show with Preston Scott. FLA on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Okay, good. That's, that should that should be good. And iHeart's radio station. Gotta wait. There we go. Now I can talk. I just I the, the, I have to wait for certain posts, and it's just it's it's in me. I don't know what to do about it. Morning show. Monday You're a radio guy. That's what you do. Yeah. Man. I even played music back in the day. It's been a long, long time, but I was the overnight guy. The overnight fill-in guy. <laughs> so I would work Monday through Saturday, normal hours, and then Saturday night, because I was I wanted to work, man. I wanted every job they could throw my way. I wanted to be valuable. And so Saturday night, I did the overnight shift where you actually had to play carts. Nothing was automated. You'd show up, you'd play the cart rotation. And then because you did an eight-hour shift, I was there from midnight till 8 a.m. So your system just gets torn up because you're staying up all night long and you don't any other time of the week. So because your system just screwed up, you get the option. They gave you the option of playing an LP. And so I would always pick a Donna Summer LP that everything mixed together. And I could put that thing on, and I was good for about 25 to 28 minutes so that I could eat or use the facilities, whatever I needed to do, which was sometimes a necessity. Are you kidding me? You always go for Pink Floyd in a situation like that. Why Not on that station. Rush, YYZ. <laughs> no, I'd go with 2112 in that situation. <laughs> well, it was, an, it was an AC format, and I don't know if you youngsters remember adult contemporary formats, but you didn't play Pink Floyd on the AC stations. So, no, you had to play Dan Fogelberg. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dan Fogelberg or, or any number Christopher of Cross. Christopher Cross. There was uh there was um uh David Gates and Bread. It was not I was Bread. About to say, it was David Gates and Bread. The bread? That yeah. was the that was the staple yep. of AC. Olivia Newton bread. John. You even played some Herb Alpert uh when he left the Tijuana brass behind uh, and, in Mexico. And America. Don't forget America. Oh yeah, Neil Diamond. Yeah, Are you kidding everybody's me? Everybody's been through the desert on a horse with no name. Oh, you mean that America? I yes, thought you meant America. the song America no, by no, no, Neil no. Diamond. You're, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. So anyway, uh FSU football, we had our Pickem contest, the Southern Seafood Market Seminole Pickem. Surprisingly, I thought someone had picked Louisiana Monroe, but no one did. No, remember I brought it up and said, would it behoove somebody to just go against the grain completely? And you said, absolutely oh, not. Yeah, I was... Uh, and I on. even agreed with you. I was like, well, they don't have a shot. I mean, <laughs> oh and then my when I heard the score, I was like, thank God I didn't watch this game. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, first of all, the, the, uh, the atmosphere for the game was just difficult. Um, I talked to some FSU officials and I said... You think maybe kickoff at 7 or later in September is a good idea? They were like, if we had a choice, we just don't. We are told when we're going to kick off, and the conference or the networks, they don't care. And so the fact that it was literally 100-plus degrees on the field, because it probably, 
knowing what I know about being on stadiums and temperature inversion and what happens when you have aluminum seats that are not occupied, a lot of people forget it's not about BTUs at that point. It's about reflective heat. And basically, the West Stands was half empty. And you have all that reflective heat now coming onto that stadium floor more than normal. And so you had, what, 45, 50,000 people maybe in the, in the stadium. That field was disastrously hot. The marching chiefs, for the first time I've ever seen them, were in shorts. Really? I, oh, yeah, for the entire game. It wasn't wow. just a pregame thing. The entire game, they were in shorts and in a white outfit, not their standard uniform. They all came out in bikinis. and <laughs> More or less. <laughs> um, but we did have a pick em contest, and everyone picked FSU, and everyone picked FSU fairly comfortably, except it was a one-point game. So, David Allen, who wins? Well, it came down between Gary and Lynette, who both had the difference of 14 points. Now, the margin is the first determining factor. And the reason we do that is for just like what happened over the weekend, because two had the same margin. So then we go to the tiebreaker, which was the closest score, which gives us Gary because he picked 35-21. Yeah, and by closest score, we, we go the first tiebreaker is the closest winning score. So Gary had 35 points for FSU, and Lynette had how many for? That would have been 27. 27. So 35 closer than 40 to 45. So by virtue of the first tiebreaker, Gary is the winner of $50 of great seafood at the Southern Seafood Market, which is open in Market Square, even with construction going on around them. So enjoy. We'll do it again this Friday on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. track of the clock because you've got a chance to win a trip to vegas for our iHeartRadio music festival and one thousand dollars in less than 30 minutes on wfla chester busting a move there in studio 1c look at him look at him posing reaching out for the blessed sign Blessed, he's lifting his claws in exhortation of God. He is so majestic. Yes, absolutely. Did you not find him in the in the filter when you came in? Huh? No. I I came in on. Yeah, the the heater was down. I came in on Sunday and saw that the heater was down. I walked in there and I, I saw the heater was down, and that normally means that he he's gonna he's up he's up. And I I looked at him and I I felt like. Uh, I felt like I felt like Tom Hanks in uh, in uh, uh, oh come on uh, that, uh, that that movie with uh, that movie Frank Abagnale oh, oh catch God. me if you can catch me if you can yeah I'm gonna let you fly Frank <laughs> so I, I walked in there I saw the heater down and I said you know what I'm gonna let you have this <laughs> I'm gonna let you climb. Chester, I'm going to let you climb. Was it that or was it that you needed a stepladder to get up and fix the heater? You couldn't reach it. Shut up, man. I was just asking. I was just that's asking. A, that's a short joke, and, uh, and and I'm offended by that. I'm offended by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to – I want to – we've got so many things to talk about, but I just have to – is it possible for an illiberal to express themselves without profanity? I I just I don't see it. They all 
are enable, unable to express themselves without... You've seen this Twitter feud between John Legend and uh, and who's his wife? Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen? Is that her name? Is that it? Chrissy Teigen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Christy, the, not Chrissy? Chrissy. Chrissy. Chrissy, Chrissy okay. So yeah. it is. Yeah, they're both just just illiberal as can be. Oh, but but I mean, so they, they're in this little Twitter battle with the president. President loves it. He loves this stuff. I wish he didn't love this stuff. I wish he would just stick to tweeting out policy and so forth. Yeah, because they're not worth his time. But they reply with just complete vulgarities. I'm not talking about the random pedestrian stuff. I mean, they're going way past George Carlin. They're in a whole <laughs> nother category, and they're tweeting this stuff out. It's it like new profanities. But I mean, I, I just do. Don't they have children? Yeah. Yep. I mean, and I'm I'm being serious here. At what point do a liberal step back and go, you know, this this just I've got to get a handle on this because this ain't cool for my kids to see and know about me. Oh no, no, he's such a horrible man that. They're they're championing they're champions of their cause by using language like that or any means necessary. So they're cool with letting their kids see all this. I'm sure they are. I don't believe that. I, I just it what I think they're not cool with it. But but you could be absolutely right. But the inability to place a governor on what one tweets or says or or does that's the part that is almost 100 percent unique. To illiberals. Yes, you'll hear conservatives use bad language, absolutely, but it's not nearly, it's not even remotely on the scale of what you will hear from illiberals. With illiberals, it is, and I again, I believe it's because a complete lack of the ability to find an argument. They don't have an argument to make, and so as a result, they just they get frustrated and angry and they you know they're like a child that's what children do they just drop f bombs or whatever whereas a conservative would get blocked or removed from twitter for uh, a, a week a weekend you know the liberal will not illiberal they'll be allowed to stay on just it just struck me as as once again, another example of the double standard that exists out there. But more than anything else, it's a it's a personality trait. So if you're if you're an illiberal listening to me, I, I'm just challenging you to just improve yourself. You know, improve your rhetoric, improve your argument. But if you can't do it without dropping f bombs or vulgarity, I think it speaks to the lack of real intelligence behind your argument. Forty minutes after the hour, back with a little. On the morning show with Preston Scott. Trip for two to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas and $1,000. Listen for the keywords at five after on WFLA. <laughs> 41 minutes after the hour of the morning show. Now I got given a hard time this morning because I wrote on the on the rundown I spelled woo with an H. W H O O O O O. And I know that some people would look at that and go, who? Who? But and and I won't quibble about it other than the fact that someone decided to quibble with me about it. Well, you spell woo W O O O O O. 
Yeah, and I don't disagree with that. It's that Ric Flair's woo is different. It has more of a, and as I described it before the show started, it has an H sound in it. It has a woo. It has a woo. It just has this. It has this more. You eat, it has you a eat, pop to it, eat, man. You eat. Uh, come on. If you, you broke you it down in slow mo, thins too, don't you? You love the wheat thins. I do. As a matter of fact, what? Wheat. What are you talking about? Wheat. When will you be eating the wheat thins? Ric Flair has signed an endorsement deal with Adidas, and it captured my attention because. I have grown fond of Mr. Flair. Wait a minute. He, he got what? Yeah. He's got an endorsement deal, and he went on Fox Business talking about it. He's going everywhere. Here's what, what has charmed me about Ric Flair. He's first retired from wrestling. Hold on. Air quotes. Retired. Um, he still appears. He still has prominence. But I saw a 30 for 30 on him, and the 30 for 30s that ESPN rolls out are outstanding. They're great documentaries. And the one on Ric Flair was very well done. I agree. And let you know that his life was a train wreck. Exactly. And so my heart just kind of goes out to the guy um, in a lot of different levels. And so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm pulling for him. I'm pulling for him to have success. Yeah, there, in, but for the grace of God, go I. Woo! Yeah, and, and so... Really he he goes on he goes on TMZ Sports. Sorry, this is a story in Fox Business. He's on TMZ Sports. He goes ready for the good news. Adidas thinks I'm the man. He says I signed a deal with them and we're fixing to make Nike the second brand. Okay, it's not going to be Air Jordan anymore. It's going to be Air Flare. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. I only wear Adidas anyway, so I'm down. I love it. Uh, did you know that he trademarked the phrase, to be the man, you got to beat the man? Yeah. Can, can we just talk about the fact that he actually mentioned Nike in a promotional thing for Adidas? Oh, sure. You know the guys at Adidas were just, <laughs> but it's Ric Flair. What do you do? You can't do Who anything. Do you, what do you say? Nothing. <laughs> You let him strut, you let him talk, you let him do anything he wants well, to you do. You don't do anything because to be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah, it's, it's thanks for the breathiness that led into it. That was really good. That sounded like Rick. Um he then said Nike's he said it again. He said Nike's going to be out of here. We're going to fire a shot over Nike co-chairman uh, or uh, chairman emeritus and founder Phil Knight's bow. We're going to fire a shot over there, bow. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the story that uh, that Adidas is going. I mean, in a way, that's a very different kind of branding that they're about to embark on by signing a guy like Ric Flair. Because for reasons I cannot get my mind around, professional, theatrical, wrestling is still a, a huge thing. Limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. Did you see Fox has it? Woo! Fox has the rights now to Friday SmackDown or whatever that is? That's right. SmackDown is now on Fox. Crazy. Flair's in the promo. Crazy stuff. All right. We have uh, one last segment we'll tell you about tomorrow's show and more next on The Morning Show.
Morning Show 180. Brought to you by Prime Meridian Bank. Try my bank. Real quickly tomorrow on the program, K9 Partners for Patriots in studio tomorrow. We'll tell you about that program, which is very, very cool. Also, we'll have a Manly Minute Money Talk and Fighting Back. Drew Brees under attack for taking part in a PSA that talks about really positive, good things. And so I, I'm going to share some of his comments in this article. And I'm going to point out something that's going on culturally in our country right now. And I'm really excited that there's a guy out there and there's more and more of them all the time that are just not taking it. They're pushing right back. And so we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow on the program as well. Hey, real quickly in closing... I've been holding on to this story for a little while, just knowing there would be a moment to talk about it. And this is the moment. Toward the end of a uh, broadcast a couple weeks ago on a Monday night, special report anchor Brett Baer, who we've had on the program multiple times. I've had Brett on the show. And he responded to President Donald Trump's criticism of the network and the network's polling, which showed him trailing every Democratic candidate in a hypothetical head-to-head. And Trump told reporters, he said, Fox has changed. There's something going on at Fox. I'll tell you right now, and I'm not happy with it. Brett Baer, at the end of one of his shows, says, Fox has not changed. We have a news side and an opinion side. Opinion folks express their opinions. We do polls. Mr. President, we've invited you on Special Report many times. We'd love to have you back on. And he goes on from there. But I want to set aside the criticism of the polls because polls are irrelevant for the most part. We talk about them, but they really are they really are irrelevant. But my question is, has Fox changed? Because we've talked about it on the air. We've talked about the fact that we've noticed a change at Fox understanding that the news is news and opinion is opinion and they do a pretty good job of distinguishing between the two so i'll just leave it out there has fox changed if they have their numbers will reflect it over time and we'll just have to wait and see whether or not fox has changed Time for the Morning Show 180. Look back at the program in 180 seconds or less. And today's show, like, where'd the time go? My goodness gracious, we're already out of time. FSU football struggled mightily. Uh, I, in the newscast, I said the unthinkable. They, they, they held off the unthinkable because none of us thought that it would be a close game. Everyone thought it would at least be a couple of touchdowns. It was one point over Louisiana Monroe. And right now, there needs to be a bit of a panic setting in at Florida State. No, there does. There needs to be a panic, especially on the defensive side of the football. I'm I'm very I'm comfortable saying the offense is improved and the level at which it's improved. I'm okay with that. They're better. The offensive line's better. Look, Cam Akers has run for a hundred and what 16 and 193 yards in consecutive weeks 
the offensive line is better. Now, granted, not against great defenses, but it's better. But that defense, oh my goodness, they got to fix that. And I don't know if they can with the current coaches that they have other than Odell Hagans. Remember, Odell's the guy they leaned on to cover when Jimbo Fisher left Florida State hanging. And Odell did a great job, and Odell is the man. You know, they talk about Ric Flair, the man. Odell Hagans is the man. And so I wouldn't hesitate if I were Willie Taggart to make a change, but that's just me. We'll see what they do. But if they get steamrolled at Virginia, which could happen, you look for a change the following week. I, I'm That's just my hunch. Antonio Brown, signed by the New England Patriots. Does it surprise anybody that New England's the team that signed him? No. But should he be allowed to play? I think the league has grounds to suspend him for the season for orchestrating his exit out of Oakland. And perhaps he broke the law, which we'll have to find out about by recording a conversation without the consent of head coach John Gruden of the Oakland Raiders. We'll have to see. The woman who claimed that President Trump forcibly kissed her went on the campaign trail. Um, She dropped her lawsuits. Just not a lot of reporting about that, is it? It's amazing what happens when a videotape comes out that says you're a liar. Because that isn't what happened. And in fact, you kissed him, and forcibly so. It's not like he allowed it, but she just kind of did it. Anyway, yeah, her lawsuit was dropped. And Democrats, they want to ruin the economy. That's what their climate change actions would do. So, you got choices to make in the coming months. Back with you tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.